Today, we're going to talk about making yourself stand out as a creator in this ever-evolving technological world and why being an artist can actually become an asset. Stay tuned. I'm Priscilla Pfeiffer, and welcome to Spark Your Inner Fire, a podcast for artists, performers, and closet creatives. You bring a lighter, and I'll bring the fuel. It's time to spark your inner fire. Does anyone else get annoyed when you go to the grocery store and there's all the checkout lines that are ran by robots? I can't stand it. I always want to find the one lane. I don't care if there's 20 people in line. I want to go to that line that an actual human is ringing up my groceries. I can't be the only one like that. Now, why am I so persistent when it comes to making sure I am interacting with a human? Because I don't want any humans to go away. I would hate the day if the day ever came that I go to the grocery store and there are no humans working or maybe one person. That would stink. It's nice to interact with humans and we already are disconnected as it is, right? You know, it's estimated that robots could take over 20 million jobs by 2030. Oh my gosh. 20 million? 20 million jobs around the world that robots could take. Man, if that doesn't wake you up. I mean, have you ever stopped to think about how many jobs used to exist that we don't even know used to exist? Like, you know when you go to a bowling alley and the little machine goes down and it counts the pins and it, it sets them back up and everything? There used to be a human that did that, that would come up and pick up the fallen pins and rearrange them and, and tally the scores. There used to be a lift operator for elevators that would take you to the floor that you need to go. This is the coolest thing. There used to be a job called a knocker-upper. <laughs> it's not what you think, I promise. But knocker-uppers were what existed before alarm clocks. I always wonder, I'm like, did everybody have roosters to wake them up? Like, I, how did everybody wake up? So around the 1920s, there were people that had a long stick and they would hit your window until you woke up. <laughs> This is hilarious to me. I had no idea this job existed, and so I started researching for this episode. But their jobs became null and void when, you know, we got wind-up clocks and started shifting into the digital age. And everyone had a digital clock that was really annoying in the morning. Which is probably meant to be because my knocker-upper probably would have been really mad at me. Because I wouldn't have heard her knocking on my window half the time. Anyone else like a really deep sleeper? <laughs> my knocker-upper would have been my enemy. And I probably would have been hers. <laughs> it's an interesting shift that's sort of happening right now too because the arts used to be the risky thing that you do. You're taking a huge risk by pursuing a creative career because you can't really go up the corporate ladder like you would in other positions. And those positions used to be a lot more secure. But as technology is developing so rapidly, a lot of these jobs are becoming null and void, which means it's our time to shine. You can hire a robot all you want to run the machinery and calculate numbers, but you cannot hire a robot to create the art that we create. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to become an asset in our ever-evolving world. And that is freaking awesome. But while we're talking about this topic, I want to encourage you to do a couple of things to make yourself even more valuable in the workforce. As things are changing and robots are taking our jobs, the creative is going to be the asset in a lot of these companies because a person, a creative person that thinks outside the box, somebody that can look at things differently will become the person that is going to keep their job. The person that can design something. Sure, you can get robots to do something, but to have that artistic eye to know exactly what needs to be changed, 
the person with the musical ear to understand exactly where things need to be shifted and edited, those things are going to be a lot harder to replace. So if you increase your skills within the same field of your unique genius zone of expertise, you will become more and more of an asset and be more difficult to replace. So what do I mean by the same field? Okay, so uh, it's probably not the best idea to go study computer programming and then also be gardener and a dog trainer. You know, like all of those things, that's great if you want to do it as a hobby. But if you're trying to increase your skill set within your work, those are probably not things that are going to mesh very well. On the other hand, if you're a gardener and you're going to increase your skills by studying different ways to do flower designing, I don't know, there's probably a name for flower designing, but we're going to call it flower designing. And then on top of that, you start increasing your skills when it comes to how to properly decorate an event. And furthermore, how to market these beautiful skills that you're honing. So I'll give an example of this. There's a ballerina. Uh, she's a, she's big on Instagram right now. Her name is Natasha Jade, beautiful ballerina. And she was one of the contestants on that show, So You Think You Can Dance. And she got really far because she had developed so many different dance styles. But towards the end, they got to the hip hop part of the competition. And that's when she didn't make it. She didn't go any further. And Nigel, one of the judges, told her, go train in hip hop and come back. I'll see you then. Now, I've heard Natasha tell people, do whatever you can to take all the dance styles you can. Be the most well-rounded dancer. And I couldn't agree more. I'm so grateful that at a young age, I was exposed to so many different dance styles. You know, my grandmother owned a dance studio, so I took all the classes. I took ballet and jazz and tap and salsa and hip hop, everything. And I loved it. And what did that do? That made me a valuable asset within my workforce. When I went to an audition, I was more well-rounded. I maybe was not the strongest ballerina by any means, but I was well-rounded. And if I had to go back, I probably would have studied even more. I would have dug even further into different styles to increase my skill set in those. I recognize the importance of increasing my skill set within my market really early on in my career when I tore both of my knees, not in the same day, but within the same year, I think. I think it was the same year I tore both of my knees and I had all these health issues and I suddenly realized if I want to continue in this career, I need to develop some more skills because right now my dancing is a liability. So if I don't increase my skills to be able to go on, even if my knees aren't doing so well, I need to increase my skills. So I had been belly dancing for about five years by the time all these things happened with my knees and I loved it. It became one of my favorite dance styles. And so I thought, okay, so how can I go further with the belly dancing? And I'm giving you this input so that you can start thinking about what sticks out for you, what dance style or, or artistic realm sticks out for you, and where can you start differentiating yourself in the marketplace? What things can you add value to within that realm? So I'm talking about belly dance, and I had started doing sword balancing. So I had this, it was a real sword, I would balance on my head, and I would belly dance. I didn't have a whole lot of money at the time, so you know what I did? I knew how to belly dance, so I said, okay, well, I'm going to try my own. So I started balancing the sword while I was doing dishes, while I was doing laundry, and just try to keep it in my head doing everyday things. And there were times when I forgot it was even on my head because it, I got so used to it being there. I'm like, well, if I could do dishes and scrub my floors with the sword on my head, then I can sure as heck belly dance with it. And that's what happened. I became a pro at balancing swords on my head. Then I asked myself, well, what next? What else can I do? 
Well, I've always loved fire. Like I was that kid that always just wanted to put my finger in a candle and just play with it for hours and poke the fire log for hours. I was so fascinated by the movement of the fire. So I'm like, okay, I like fire. How about I start learning how to perform with fire? So you get the point. Little by little, one by one, I started to increase my skill set. I started to find new props that I could do with the fire. I started to build new apparatuses to increase my skill set in the marketplace. I got a snake. I love the snake. I ended up performing with the snake. And guess what? If I had to be hired for an event with the snake, my knees didn't need to work that well. I didn't need to be dancing on my knees and putting that harsh pressure going up and down on the stage and ripping my knees apart because I had increased my skill set in other areas that could allow me to be an asset instead of a liability to myself. I'll never forget this one time I was at a dance audition and this dancer there, she said, gosh, like it's not enough anymore that you're just a dancer. Like you've got to be a specialty act. You've got to do all these things. Like why isn't it just okay to be a dancer? And it just so happens I was also auditioning for their specialty act. So if they didn't hire me for one, then maybe they would consider me for the other. And mind you, I'm only 5'2". A lot of these dance shows, they want the dancers 5'8 or taller. I knew really early on how I needed to be someone that stood out in many other ways as much as I could. Now, of course, she doesn't have to increase her skills. She could just develop one skill. That works too. But be honest, how long is that going to last? Do you have a backup plan if that one skill gets taken? Or if that one skill for some reason your body can't do anymore. Are you a piano player? What if your fingers break? Is there something else you could do that still involves your talent for music? I know it's harsh to start thinking these things, but you kind of have to go there. You have to go to the worst case scenario. And you don't dwell on it. Don't live there. But ponder on what these things might be. If tomorrow my knee gave out, would I still be able to do what I'm currently doing? These are uncomfortable things to think about. And you don't have to. No one's, no one's making you. But the smart thing is to start doing that very thing. That dancer should have taken that as a clue. Maybe she could have taken that as a clue as, wow, is my industry shifting? Ask yourself that question. Are there things that are changing in my industry? And would it be wise for me to start considering other things I could learn as opposed to complaining about it? So as our world is shifting in so many ways, start asking yourself the question, how can I differentiate myself in the market? Is there a way for you to start seeing what potential problems a client might have that they don't even know they're going to have and you become the solution? Also ask yourself the question, what types of jobs can't be replaced or would be a lot harder to and become that. Start investing in yourself with time and experience and skill. Is there a time that you can set aside per day? Instead of watching Netflix, could you be increasing your skill? And no matter what job you're in, the skills that everybody needs is better communication skills and better leadership skills. So you can bet that those will always push you forward in making yourself more valuable. So if you're feeling stuck, start there. Benjamin Franklin said, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. Get ahead of it. Don't wait until you need another job or another asset to start thinking about these things. Think about it now. 
And you never know if one of these things, these other skills that you start developing, you never know if those particular things will become the thing that you are meant to learn, that you are become so passionate about. And I find with so many dancers, there's this sort of untalked about future dreading. I know the facts that I'm going to have to retire early, a lot earlier than most people. Many dancers retire at 30, 35, 40. And that's strictly because our bodies just start falling apart and we can't do it anymore and we dread it. But by doing what I'm talking about, you actually might find something that you didn't realize was there. You may find a hidden talent inside that you haven't discovered yet. You may find something you are meant to do that goes further than you ever thought possible just because you started increasing your skill set. There's a quote by Brian Herbert that says, the capacity to learn is a gift. The ability to learn is a skill. The willingness to learn is a choice. You have a choice and through that choice, you might discover a hidden gift just by seeking more skills. Don't wait until the robot starts replacing the jobs. Get ahead of the curve. Warren B. Bennis says it is the capacity to develop and improve their skills that distinguishes leaders from followers. Do do you want to be a leader or a follower? Do you want to wait until the robots take your jobs or do you want to get ahead of it? Get ahead of it. And if you're feeling stuck at all, I have some amazing things I'm working on that I think will really help you when it comes to finding your next purpose and finding other things and skills that you can develop. So depending on when you're listening to this, it might already be finished, but click the link in the description and go check it out. And please consider increasing your skills so the robots don't take all of our jobs. We need you and we need we need your art. We need your input. We need the emotion that you put into your work. So don't let that be shut down by a darn robot. And next time at the grocery store, make sure you see a human. It's Priscilla Pfeiffer. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please subscribe, leave a comment so I can reach more people like you. And go to sparkyourinnerfire.com. I have a special gift for you. Go check it out.